Hi fans, welcome to this week's episode of History from the Back Pages. My name is Colin. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. I greatly appreciate your support and comments about my movie reviews here on the podcast. This week's movie review, I'm really excited to talk about. I know I say that like 24-7, but this one I'm even more excited to talk about. I am a huge fan of horror movies especially, and I always love to watch past horror movies or current day ones in the movie theater. This one was the latter. I really enjoyed going to the movie theater to watch this movie. And I'd heard it got good reviews. And when I watched and saw a little bit of the trailer and a little bit of plot synopsis, immediately I said, this is the kind of movie I'm looking forward to watch. And I really enjoyed it overall. I thought it was a fantastic horror movie. One of the better ones that's been released lately that I've seen. And let's get going with the review for this movie. So the movie I'm going to discuss is called The Pope's Exorcist. Directed by Julius Avery. Starring Russell Coe, Daniel Zavato, Alex Alos, and Franco Nero. This one was very good. I'm already a big fan of Russell Crowe. I think he's a fantastic actor. He does a great job with many different roles that he portrays, either action-oriented, scholarly. He does a great job of really embodying the role. When Russell Crowe takes on the role, he portrays it to the best of his ability. And this movie, he did an excellent job. And as the title of the movie suggests, Russell Crowe prays a Italian father in the Catholic Church named Gabriel Amoff. He is the Pope's exorcist. So Franco Nero, who plays the Pope in the film, has a Pope's exorcist. So Russell Crowe, who plays Gabriel Amoff, is contacted by the Pope in certain situations to go to, for example, families, people in dire need, who might have been possessed by a demon. So Gabriel Moff, he'll go to the household, for example, and try to use different means, tools, uh, Jesus Christ assistance to get the demon out of the living host. They show it in the beginning of the movie. His skills are portrayed. And then throughout the movie, he fights a very difficult demon who's all-powerful. This is probably the most difficult exorcism that he has ever had to participate in. And I think the movie does a great job with uh, showing different techniques, tools that Gabriel Moff has to have in his toolbox to defeat this demon who's one of the most powerful demons ever seen. And he has assistance in the movie as well with Father Escobil, a Spanish father, played by Dano Zavato. He's a younger father where Gabriel Moff is veteran, older. And I liked how the Spanish padre, Father Escobil, is more younger. He became a priest not that long ago based on the movie's plot. He is less experienced. But throughout the movie, they get a good chemistry, bond together. 
I really enjoyed how both characters were utilized and how Father Esquivel begins to understand a little bit about the darkness of the Catholic Church in terms of having to fight off demons, participating in exorcism. Of course, he had never done one before. He had not seen the devilish nature of how his demons can take innocent lives, control them, fighting the devil, how powerful they become, and seeing them in action, not just through books or text, but really participating in an exorcism. And I can't spoil a lot of the movie in terms of discussing the exorcism, but pretty much the main story at this point is Father Gabriel Moff, the Pope's exorcist, is called by the Pope to go to a family in Spain. There's a mother, a daughter, two daughters, and a son. Well, just one daughter and a son. But they're in dire need of help because the father had recently passed away and they inherited a abbey in Spain. So the mom moves her young family to Spain to take over the abbey. It's in dire need of repair. So they start to work on it, have called in workers to help rebuild the abbey, get in situated and live in that area. Completely new life for them. They left where they used to live, moved here to start a brand new life. And the mom mentions that multiple times. They don't really explain why they need a new start, just that they do need a new start for the family. And this is a great opportunity moving to the Abbey in Spain. So they move there. Everything's going fine at first. It looks to be all set, good to go. Just a lot of work's gonna have to be done on the Abbey because it's in disrepair. But then throughout the movie, the Pope's exorcist is called in because the young son, this is not really a spoiler, you see it very early on in the movie, but the young son is possessed by a demon. And that is the film. So Gabriel Moff comes in to help the family. The son is possessed by a demon. He has to fight off the devilish aspects of the demon try to exorcise the demon from Henry the young boy before the family and himself are killed because this demon is all-powerful, far more powerful than other demons and devilish beings that Gabriel Moff has fought off and exorcised in the past. I greatly enjoyed the movie in a number of ways. For example, the theological, history-oriented Aspects I greatly enjoyed how he used texts to figure out the name of the demon, figure out how the demon can be stopped and combated, and the relationship between Gabriel Moff and Father Escobar was very well done. The older Padre, the younger one, they did a good job with that. I really enjoyed how they connected. And overall, the characters in the movie, I enjoyed. The family was likable. And... This wasn't one that had cheap dream sequences or cheap special effects where they said explosions. And one of the things that I complain about is a lot of horror movies use, for example, jump scares. So, for example, characters in a hallway, the lights are off, 
suddenly some mysterious being jumps up behind him and says, Boo, I don't like that. I'm like, that's just cheap. Why can't they do something more scary that really gets my hairs to stand up in this type of movie? Luckily, the director didn't go down that path and the writers didn't ever. They decided to skip that and really make this a supernatural horror movie that's going to haunt the audience, get people to really pay attention to the movie, and that's all I can ask of horror movies in a sense. Also, they used dream sequences in the movie, but it wasn't the whole movie, which I just uh, liked, appreciated. Because a lot some horror movies, they have the jump scares and the dream sequences. So, for example, the characters in bed suddenly start having nightmares, dreaming, like, oh no, this is the devil, this is the demon. And they start screaming, I'm like, no, no dream sequences. Luckily, they didn't use that. They did have dreams, for example, Gabriel Moff, he had dreams from the past, but they were important dreams. They weren't just there for random, scary effects. They were really important. They showed what had happened in the past for him, what was making him have nightmares still distressed about what happened in the past when he was an exorcist. And the family has dreams, but they made sense because when the demon possessed the young boy Henry, it made sense for the family to have these sort of nightmarish dreams. It wasn't just there to progress the plot or just for fun. They actually made sense to me. So I liked that. And also the movie did a good job with the music, the sound, the location I enjoyed. I enjoyed that we got to see the Pope. So Gabriel Moff met with the Pope in Italy. I enjoyed that, the relationship between him and the Pope. And also relationships between some of the other cardinals and Gabriel Moff, how they're trying to get him to be removed. They do not believe in exorcism. For example, this character who's portrayed as the sniveling cardinal who wants to move up in the world, Cardinal Sullivan, who I did not like at all. And they try to make you not like him. They did a good job with that. He has an antagonistic relationship with Gabriel Moff, and he's the sniveling, cowardly cardinal. Luckily, he uh, meets his just desserts later in the movie. Overall, I greatly enjoyed The Pope's Exorcist. I'd highly recommend it if you're looking for a well-done horror movie with good supernatural effects in terms of the devil, demons, how exorcism are done. And this isn't one that's like of huge explosions. This is more based on true stories and based on what happened. But they do a good job with basing it on a true story, but also adding in effects to make it a very compelling movie. So that was successful in my part. I would definitely watch The Pope's Exorcist again. I would recommend that you try to see it maybe in feeders. Or if not, let's watch it at home as well. That's fine as well. So The Pope's Exorcist, 1 out of 10 rating. On a rating scale, I would probably give it a very solid 8.5 out of 10. I would recommend it and hope you see it. 
the critics didn't like it as much. After I saw the movie, I like to look at critics, reviews, and fan reviews as well. It seemed to be more popular with fans than critics, but I don't pay attention a lot to the critics because a lot of times the movies that I really enjoyed and recommended seeing, they didn't like it. They're like, it's too much fun. It has too much action. They just like to complain. It's not what they're looking for. I'm like, I don't care. This movie I enjoyed. I liked it. I recommended it. They had some complaints about Russell Crowe and our characters, but I didn't see that. I don't care. So they can complain about all they want, but I enjoyed it. So Pope Exorcist, 8.5 out of 10 for me. Highly recommend it. And that concludes my review of The Pope's Exorcist. Thank you so much for supporting History from the Back Pages. Greatly appreciate your support. See you next time on the podcast. I have one or two ideas for the next review. I know I talked a little bit about a couple weeks ago that I was going to watch uh, Perot movies because I read the books that my sister gave me and want to talk about them. I was still planning on doing that, but just due to work and busyness, I've not got to watch those yet, but I'm still planning on watching those and reviewing them. So don't fear on that aspect. So thank you so much. See you next time. Have a safe rest of your week and goodbye. Signing off now.